Hey, Startup Nation, I am so glad you came back to join us for another edition of The Startup Life. You clearly are ready to get the tools you need to get ahead of the competition. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating while you're here. Now, if you're looking for an ad-free experience, go ahead and sign up for our Patreon page, where you will get exclusive content and access to our digital products that we're beginning to launch. The link is there in the show notes. And if you want to ask questions directly to some of our guests, follow the Startup Life Podcast Club on Clubhouse as some of our conversations will start to happen. Happen there. But back to the task at hand. Are you ready to level up? Of course you are. Get ready as the Startup Life Podcast begins now. It's time to be about that life. The Startup Life. Here's your host, Dominic Lawson. All right, Startup Nation. So I hope you're ready to receive some value today. My name is Dominic Lawson and this is the Startup Life, the show for entrepreneurs and career minor professionals. Look, Startup Nation, no matter if you're climbing the corporate ladder, trying to you know get your business to the next you know uh, rung on that ladder, we're always looking to improve. Some of us do that in a myriad of ways. And some of us get, you know, like a leadership coach or a development coach or something like that. And we have a fantastic one here for you today. He is the chief inspiration officer. Uh, he is Tony Martinetti. T-Mart, what's up, man? <laughs> Not much. I love that. That's how people call me, T-Mart. They do. I, I, you know, I just went, I figured as much and I just went for it, man. I just went for it. So thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate your time and the value you're going to share with us today, my man. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for bringing your energy and I'm excited to uh, dive in and see what we can uh, uncover. All right. All right. Let's make some magic happen, man. Before, but before we kind of dive into it and stuff like that, man, look, man, let's be honest, you know, unless you living under a rock and, and, and even if you live on the rock, this pandemic is, is going to find you. So uh, I guess I'm just curious, man, 2020 has been one of those crazy years, you know what I mean? So I guess I'm curious, man, what are some some lessons and stuff that you've you've taken away from the past 12 months to past, you know, 13 months for yourself that you've kind of like, you know what? You know, that's kind of changed my perspective or maybe reinforce a perspective. I don't know. It's kind of some lessons from 2020, man. Yeah, I would say that um, there's only so much you can control Facts. and you have to let go of the things that you can't control. So I I mean, even as a coach, you know, seemingly people think that we have all the answers. We don't. Um I had to let go of the things that I was holding on to right. and just um, be more present. Just be in the moment. I hear that. And see what just unfolds. For and sure. that's really where I was that last year and even today. Mm-hmm, for sure. No, I, I definitely understand that, you know, being that especially that being more present part. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, I, I think that's where Dominic had to kind of like, you know, do some retooling and some refocus on that one. Uh, for sure. So I definitely understand now what I'm curious, however, though, you know, because I imagine that, you know, some of your clients probably reached out to you like, hey, Tony, man, I ain't doing so high right now, man. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, this the world is crazy, man. And so I, I guess I'm curious, man, like when you have a client that, you know, either like broaches something to you to the either a you've never seen or b you never experienced yeah. or whatever. How do you coach them up through that? Because that that can be. That's a that's a high wire act in itself, man. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Well, and the reality is there are so many things that I, you know, that I'm faced with that I haven't seen. But right, that doesn't right. stop me from wanting to work with that person for to, sure to really co-create that. And that's what the process really is when you think about coaching. It's really not just about 
oh, this person has all the answers and they're right, going to be right. able to tell me. It's about um, bringing something into the room um, and giving them people the space to think it through and being that person who helps them to explore right. that, uh, the possibilities and see what's out there. Now, what I've found is that there's a lot of tools that I've developed throughout the years that have helped me to reframe and to change the way I look at things. Mm-hmm. And that makes a big difference, especially with new situations. For sure. For sure. You know, you said something just now that I thought was uh, very interesting and very important because look, man, we have a lot of people, you know, who listen to this show they're, and they're thinking about being coaches or leadership coaches or influencers or public speakers and stuff like that. Uh, and they're always of the mindset of like, Man, I'm not the expert. I'm not. I don't have all the answers. But you know, you, you so you bring up an interesting point when you when you talked about that and being transparent, which I also appreciate that too, Tony. Yeah, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Once again, Startup Nation, we're talking to Tony uh, Martinetti, uh, founder of Inspire Purpose Coach. Uh, if you want to check out what he's doing and what he's got going on, go to Inspire Purpose Coach. dot com. We have a link there in the show notes for easy access. If you listen to the replay on the podcast. So let me just ask you this, man, why coaching? Why get in this coaching game, man? There's a lot of coaches, a lot of gurus out here, you know, in, in these, in these pandemic streets, man, what, what, why coaching? What, what makes it so great for you and what you do? Yeah. And part of it is like, I don't really think of it just as coaching for sure. I think of for it sure. As more than that. Right. It's really something where, you know, what brought me to coaching in the first place was this feeling like, um, the experience that I had in my journey um, mm-hmm. had so deeply impacted who I was and how I was showing up right. that I felt this calling to have to share what I learned about myself. And then um, what I learned about myself is that I deeply see people and I deeply want to help others on their path to finding fulfillment and not live an unlived life, really. Right. Um, and that's particularly what has called me to this is seeing leaders who are, you know, coming into the, into the room as, you know, title alone and not really feeling what it is to be the true leader that they are. Mm. Um, so there's two parts to that. There's gotcha. that leaders seeing themselves as who they truly could be and inspiring people in that way, but also people not living fully. And because of those two things, I had this, this reaction to the world I was living in. I said, I have to do something about this. Mm. This is what I need to do. And I know there's a lot of coaches out there, but it kind of speaks to what I was saying earlier. I have an, a unique point of view because of my past experiences, who right. I am innately, and then also who are my people that I work with. Right, right. I'm sorry, were you about to say something else? I don't want to look at y'all. No, that's it. Okay. Yeah, you know, no, you say something interesting there as well that I really want to reiterate as well, because you say you have a different point of view. And I think a lot of times people are afraid to start something or do something because they're, you know, they're afraid like they may sound like somebody else or something like that. But I think, you know, not like the same people who listen to you may not listen to this person or who may not listen to that person. I think everybody brings value to the table. You know what I mean? Because everybody has a, a story or a background or a different perspective, which I, which, you know, I, I know a lot, the word diversity has been kicked around a lot 
you know, these days. And it's usually about, you know, skin color and stuff like that. But diversity of thought is something that I think, you know, we need to kind of, you know, talk about a little bit more uh, as well, because that's super important. So I, I'm glad you said that, brother, because I think that's important to point out. Yeah, I love that you even said you said diversity of thought, because right. that's something that I think is such an important aspect of this. Right. And it's part of the reason why, you know, we're kind of getting on this topic of thought leadership and right. you know, Connie, how do you be the person who you want to be in terms of developing your business? Um, what I've found is that if I want to create the business I want, I need to be inspiring myself to speak to things that inspire me, right. that spark me up, right. that light me up. Um, if it doesn't light me up, then I won't be able to connect with people out there who um, are going to want to work with me. So, um, it, you know, all of this starts with an internal buy-in. Mm. And, you know, if I'm not sold on what I'm saying, then it's not going to go anywhere. So part of the journey that I went on is to, you know, really kind of discover like, who am I? Right. And why am I the person to deliver these messages that I'm delivering? And if I sound like everyone else delivering the same old thing over and over again, then um, I'm not going to resonate with anyone. Right. So I had to find who it is that I truly am and why, why am I the person delivered this message? Right. You know, it, you know, and, and you know, again, man, like 10 minutes in, you already dropping dimes. You know what I mean? Cause, cause you, you say something important because look, I'm serious because the thing is, it's like, if you, if you're passionate about it, you know, and this is just me off the top of the dome here. If you're passionate about something, I think it's very hard to sound like somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, if you're just in it for like, you know, you know, you know, for the paycheck and the contract or whatever, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I heard that from Tony Robbins. Try again. Right. You know what I mean? But it's like if you're passionate about something, I, I think it's very hard to sound like, you know, to sound like anybody else. You know what I mean? So I think that's important because, like I said, we have a lot of people who or maybe not want to be like coaches or 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 whatever, but they may want to do something else where there's an influencing aspect to it. You know what I mean? And so I think that's important. I think that's important. So I appreciate you sharing that, man. So let, let me ask you this, because, you know, I know during, you know, during the pandemic and even outside of, it, you know what I mean, before it and stuff like that's going to happen after it, you know, burnout. Right. You know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs who who go through that, like they're, you know, grinding, 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 you know, because, you know, they get hooked on the. Uh, you know, that message or whatever of like grinding 24 seven and stuff like that. But like burnout is real. And, and, you know, in the TVs and movies, man, they don't talk about that enough. You know what I mean? So when you have a client who's kind of experiencing that, that burnout a little bit, man, you know, what are some kind of not, not necessarily tips and tricks, but how do you coach them out of that? What are some things you remind them of? Kind of talk us about that a little bit, if you don't mind, Tony. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because this is the one thing that, one of the most popular topics that people come to me with. And I can usually tell from the moment they get on the phone because there's an element of um, them jumping from topic to topic to topic and never slowing down. Mm. So I start to, to model, um, you know, they say that, you know, lead by example. Right. Um, I coach by example, by slowing things down and getting people to kind of get into the space in a way that says, yeah, let's, pause for a moment mm, and right. really see how you want to be showing up in the world. 
if you rush from meeting to meeting, if you rush from um, everything that is happening, you know, step by step, keep on going and going and going, how effective do you think you really can be in that, in that rat race? Right. Um, and I think of it um, and what I help people think about is, is really this, is that, um, you know, you've heard the analogy of the marathon versus the sprint, right? but it's a lot more nuanced than, you know, just saying marathon versus a sprint, right? You have to make space for that recharge, for the recovery and how important recovery is to, to creating a powerful uh, leadership style. For when sure. you're recharged, you basically create a space for you to become back more powerfully than you have been in the fact in the past. So when you get people to see what is your motivation for showing up and being, you know, go, 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 go. Is it because you want to do more so that you can be more? Right. You won't be more. You'll just be more burnt out. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You'll, you'll be, you know, just you sit on that skillet too long, man. You will be burnt out for sure. No, I, yeah. I appreciate you. I'm sorry. I think I'm hungry. So forgive the food reference. You know what I mean? But no, I, I definitely understand that, man, because like I said, a lot of people go through that, man. So I appreciate you sharing all yeah. of that. Now, I know one of the things that you do is like help, you know, high performing teams, building high performance teams and stuff like that. Teams that, you know, that work very cohesive with you know, one another and stuff like that. What's an anatomy? And just give me the Tony doctrine. You know what I mean? Like what's the anatomy of a, a great team? Is it a, is it a great salesperson? Is it a great you know leader over here or is it something different, man? Just kind of share your philosophy on that. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, I th- think you talked earlier about, you know, we talked about diversity of thought Yeah, and I think you have to make sure you keep space for people to, to have conflict and I know that sounds crazy, but when you have a little bit of conflict mm-hmm. it actually, you know, that friction creates innovation, it right. gets things going. If everyone is going to agree to each other, agree with each other, then it becomes this, you know, we're not going anywhere. We're just going to create this joker, mm. um, you know, situation. High performance teams have a diversity of thought. They have different perspectives. People are not afraid to speak up and share their thoughts this is all built on one thing though, that is so crucial that, well, I should say there's two things. The one, the first thing is trust, right? If you can't build trust in a team, you've got some real massive um, uh, holes in your, in your approach. The second one that I'd like to also point out that comes after trust and maybe um, the one thing that could also be, Proceeding trust in the sense that it's something you should be a foundation of who you are as a person is communication. Mm. If you're not communicating always, then you're not going to be um, be able to have a good high performing team. And the communication is not a one way street. It's about um, the leader modeling it, but also ensuring that communication is happening throughout the team. Hear that. I heard that. Thank you uh, for sharing that. And you know, I want to ask you this kind of change gears here a little bit, you know, because, you know, when we think about like, you know, uh, leading, you know, leadership styles and stuff like that, you know, I guess, you know, not flip that when it comes to and if I would ask one of your clients and stuff like that about like your leadership style, your coaching style or whatever the case may be, what would they tell me, man? Are you like the philosopher? Are you like the in the weeds kind of person? Are you the, like, you know, the up, up and Adam kind of like, what's your style, man? Let me, let me ask you that. 
Yeah. Um, I, I like to say that it's a, um, it's more of around, well, because if you were to ask somebody, they would tell you it's more about inspiring them to think bigger than they ever had before. Gotcha. But I also ground that in holding them accountable mm. um, for results. Right. And I've come to think of this as this concept around compassionate accountability. Right. Right. Because you need to be holding people and say, I see you. I see your humanity. I see who you are. And I care about you. At the same time, I want to hold you accountable for doing what you said you're going to do. And when you say you're going to, you know, get this project done, you know, expectations are there. Right. That you'll get it done. Right. And, you know, I think that accountability uh, piece is so important. I think a lot of times people who don't have that, that mentor or that person that's kind of, you know, coaching them up, if you will, or whatever the case may be. Like, I think that's the part that they're missing the most. Right. You know, because it's one thing to have somebody there to kind of show you the ropes and guide you and stuff like that. But it's a whole nother conversation when it comes to that accountability piece, which kind of leads me to my next question, man. Like when you have to have those, maybe those accountability sessions or, or have those those tough conversations, man, like what's the what's the game plan there? Because you don't want to, you know, I mean, keep in mind, man, like they're, you know, they're there for, you know, they're coming to you for help. Right. But at the same time, you got to be honest with them. You know what I mean? So I guess walk me through like a, like, you know, the dynamics of what that conversation would look like, sound like, and all of the above. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, like I said before, part of this is all built on the fact that you've built a sense of trust with them. Right. And right. You've told them that, you know, you know, if this was a situation where, um, you know, it's a client that I like to lay the groundworks, having a strong agreement in place that says, look, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to push you. I'm going to ask that you give your um, all and you, you commit 100% to the process. And by setting a good agreement up front, then when you come back to them and you say, okay, look, this is what I'm seeing. This is, what it, this is how you're showing up. And right. I'm doing this because I love you. Right. <laughs> I know that's a strong word to say, right. but it's true. For sure. For sure. Once again, Startup Nation, we're talking to Tony uh, Martinetti, uh, Martinetti, uh, the founder and chief inspiration officer of Inspired Purpose Coaching. And if you want to get that coaching, Startup Nation, we have a link there in the show notes for easy access. And if you're listening on radio, it's Inspired Purpose uh, Coach. Dot com. So when you go to the website, Start Animation, you'll see uh, many things from, you know, uh, what's going on you know, about you page, stuff like that. But there's also uh, something Tony does is the, the superhero within mastermind. Kind of talk about that, Tony, if you don't mind a little bit. I'm happy to. And it's funny because this is this is the thing that I've noticed, especially over the past um, year um, or so mm-hmm. is that there's an element of these quiet leaders who have been showing up mm. um, in my, in my practice, but also um, I've started to notice them on all of the different zoom meetings I've been on. Right. People who are really powerful and knowledgeable and they go to these, these zoom meetings and their companies and they just, they hang in the background and it's not that they don't have anything to say. They just get drowned out by stronger voices. Mm. And I think they've always been in the workplace. I've, I came from a biotech background. There's a lot of scientists who had really, I mean, brilliant people. Right. And sometimes the, the voices that overpower them might be coming from different disciplines where 
their jobs are more outward focusing, um, extroverted. Right. And so it's really about understanding how to embrace their power and the superior within group is getting them to understand how to embrace it and how to bring it out and use it. I hear that. I hear that. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that. But you know, I want to ask you, you know, this because I know you have a podcast uh, as well, and that link is there in the show notes. The Virtual Campfire Podcast. Uh, we have that link there in the show notes for easy access. Man, just kind of talk about some of the things you share there, some of the things you talk about, stuff like that on the show. I'm I'm happy to. Sure. Um, I feel like uh, it would spend a gift just to have that opportunity to share. Um, the podcast uh, with the world really, because for me, it was just this space to share um, different people who have gone through a transformation. They've gone through a journey that brought them to where they're doing powerful things in the world. Right. And, you know, you realize that, you know, sure they show up and they're doing these great things, but they didn't just get there. Like you see someone on stage and they're, you know, doing great things, but it's not like, well, they're unattainable. I can't be like them. Well, the reality is they were small too. (laughs) They had meager beginnings or they might've gone through some moments in their lives that said, now is my call to action. Now is my time to do something with this gift that I've received. Right. Sometimes those gifts come from traumatic events. Sometimes they just come from, Hey, I got to do something different with my life. This is not serving me any longer. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's what we do. For sure. For sure. I I, want to ask you behind the mic, man, because, you know, you know, putting a podcast together, man, like, you know, I I know firsthand, I may know a little something about that, man. It's it's not always easy. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times, you know, people think that, you know, you you turn that mic on, it's hot and then magic just happens. And there's a lot of prep and there's a lot of like, you know, behind the scenes stuff. Kind of talk about that part, man, of, of your podcasting journey a little bit. I'm always curious to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because I, when I first started, I was like, what am I doing? I, I was not someone who listened to podcasts mm-hmm. or, you know, felt like I had the voice for a podcast or any of that stuff. So there's this imposter like big time of coming into that space and the guests that I had on, I was like, well, I don't want to be overpowered or feel like I was like this, you know, person who's going to fall in the background. And the more and more I got into it, uh, I had to come over, you know, the first few episodes, I was like, okay, this is just the beginning. I'll get better over time. Right. What I found is that um, when you start to talk to the, to the people who come on and you hear from them after the show and you hear them say, wow, like this is a different type of show. I've really enjoyed being on this show. And you start to see that maybe there's something to this that I'm doing right. Right. <laughs> the more I make it authentically me and how I, you know, how I like to show up as a normal person in the world and not try to put any airs of, you know, how am I um, people pleasing or how am I um, trying to um, prove myself and instead just be more natural. That's where I found my power. For sure. Isn't just being me. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I definitely uh, understand that. Look, man, that's one of the biggest, you know, highest praises you can get uh, when people say yeah. stuff like that, man. It's it's really uh, something that's uh, really awesome for sure. Look, man, yeah. let me ask you this, because, you know, I guess I'm curious about, you know, I guess 
how do I want to put this? You know, I, I guess when people are working with you as the client and, and, and stuff like that, you know, I mean, obviously they, everybody has different objectives. Uh, you know what I mean? But I, I guess I'm curious is like, what do you uh, honestly hope for them after like say, you know what, Tony, I think I'm good. I think, I think I got it from here and stuff like that. What do you hope to see from them after they've been under your tutelage for a little while? Does that make sense? Does that question make sense? It makes absolute sense. Okay. I, I totally get it. And, and, you know, there's a lot of different things people come to me for. So right. part of, part of what, what I'm hoping for is that when, when the journey starts, there's an element of giving them the initial feeling of, okay, am I starting to open up and see the world differently? Mm-hmm. And um, my, my hope is that as they open up and they see things differently, right. that they also learn how to take action and they are focused enough to know what for them. Mm. Um, so I have this uh, thing I always talk about, which is expand your vision, narrow your focus, um, because that's really how people get unstuck. Um, and what I ultimately want for them is to not see this as, oh, great, I got some help. And now I'm good for now for this little thing that I was trying to get over. Ah. But, you know, a year from now, I'm going to be in the same place that I was a year, a year before. Right. I want them to have lifelong change in their life. That's the thing. I want this to be lasting impact. So I'm not going to be satisfied unless I see some element of a change in them that is transformational. For sure. For sure. You know, I I think that there's something to be said about, I guess, proactively, you know, uh, seeking coaching and, and, and mentorship and stuff like that. Because like you said, you know, now, uh, you know, I, you don't want that person is like where they, I just got them for this season or for this moment. Now I'm good. Right. Yeah. But I think that there's something to be said about that constant proactive and kind of sustaining that, that, uh, that growth, if you will, that continuous growth, if you yeah. will, as a, you know, as a, you know, as we all engage in professional development in, in many different ways, and stuff like that. So I appreciate you sharing that, Tony. Once again, Startup Nation, we are actually wrapping up with the founder and chief inspiration officer of Inspired Purpose Coaching, Tony uh, Marnetti. And if you want, once again, if you want to catch up with everything he has going on, make sure you check out the website. We have a link there in the show notes. So look, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate all the value that you've given us today. If you would, man, just kind of give us some lasting words of encouragement to take us out for today, if you don't mind. Oh, absolutely. Um, if you are feeling stuck at all in your life or any, you know, in your business, one of the best thing you can do is take this, take small bets, like look at things that you, you know, haven't really explored yet and look at ways to just take small bets that don't have to necessarily put you on a limb. You know, oftentimes people feel like, oh, okay, my, um, things aren't going great and I have to, mm-hmm. you know, completely stop what I'm doing and move on to something else. I think of it as having like that, that hobby on the side you can take on for a little bit until that hobby that you really love can become the thing that you really want to do for the rest of your life. And once you take the training wheels off, then, you know, you're really ready to take off. I heard that. Awesome stuff. Thank you so much, Tony, for coming on the show. I really appreciate that. And that's going to wrap up this session of The Startup Life. Thank you so much, my man. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. It's been a fun. No worries. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, 
the start of life. If you want to let us know what you think about the show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on a show, send us a message. Our contact information is there in the show notes, or feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Go ahead and follow us while you're at it. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast One, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, and be sure to hit us with that five-star rating. We would really appreciate that. Be sure to check out the show's website and its startup blog, where either I or some of the world's best business minds share content that will give you the edge you need in your journey, whether that's the path of entrepreneurship or climbing the corporate ladder. Subscribe to our Patreon to listen to ad-free episodes, exclusive content, and digital products that we are beginning to offer. And if you want to be part of the conversation, join the Startup Life podcast on Clubhouse to have the ability to talk directly to some of our guests. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the Startup Life.